Welcome to the Weekly Spiral. You are tuned into episode 25. My name is Cyrus. I'm here with Casey and Durgan, and we're going to dive into our season awards, what we predicted, what actually happened, as well as a uh, off-season primer for the offensive side of the ball. We're going to look at free agency and a few trades that we think that could happen, uh, particularly at the quarterback position, since we all know that's one of the most important. How are we doing today, fellas? Doing good. Doing well. Doing swell. Doing better than Casey. Just because you're just gonna keep saying that every yeah. time now. <laughs> yeah, you're both a little salty. It's okay. I mean, both had unfortunate. Well, Bergen exits. is hanging on to this one a little bit. No, more no, than he, I am, we, I in a separate group chat, we almost got into it again yesterday. Oh, you guys almost fought again. Yeah, because yeah, they Cam. keep taking Cam. pot Shout shots for no reason. I, 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 just, I just the first shot. Our other buddy had the first shot, and I went for the kill blow. Yeah, but the, we weren't even talking about anything, and then it's just what like, oh, the Packers about? suck. We, you guys lost in the NFC Championship, and I'm like, well, you guys lost in the Super Bowl. We both won the same amount of trophies. So, at the end of the day, no, that's not right. How is it not right? NFC Championship gets a trophy. So. Yeah, I don't think people are putting those on for display and saying, you know, we have they, they actually we do. have ten NFC trophies. Uh, how many do you have? They might they actually do. Yeah, I mean, well, you can be like the Colts and hang division banners. We'll hang title <laughs> banners. Woo! I mean, that, all right. That, well, the cold sucks. I mean, that's why I'm like, all right, yeah. Fair all right, enough. guys. All right, all right. Everybody loves a good fight, but let's let's scale tone it back a little bit. All right, all right, all right. Um, calm, calm. In Once hot. again, I did not start it. You did not. Everybody remain calm. All right. That okay. Cool. So <laughs> let's dive into the season awards. Uh, we picked for the MVP. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, Durgan's favorite. Durgan's favorite quarterback of all time. He bought a jersey. He's God. wearing it right now. Just kidding. He would never. I'd burn it. And the actual MVP was Lamar Jackson. So, Durgan, anything to say for yourself? I mean, it's, it's predictable. He, he's the James Harden of the NFL. Uh, not a postseason player. Puts all the cool, pretty stats. Gets the highlights. But at the end of the day, isn't a winner. Uh, but when it came down to MVP, he was going to win it. After they beat the Niners, that guy, I think, solidified uh, his trophy, and then Russell Wilson is the most viable player in the league. Oh, him and Mahomes, I guess. But he has some up and down weeks where he played bad, and they still won. So, I mean, it was going to happen. Not mad. He deserved it. I mean, he had a he had a record breaking season um, on the ground, and and he played phenomenally through the air too. So, there was really very few holes in his game, and that team was humming the whole season. So, well earned, I think. Um, Nobody else in my mind that even was in the conversation. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, even though he struggled a little bit, in the, he had great stats in the postseason, but made some poor decisions. But a lot of quarterbacks do that. Um, I mean, you can point to a lot of quarterbacks that don't have a ton of playoff success. Peyton Manning, for a long time, was that guy that that didn't win Super Bowls or have postseason success. Um, so doesn't take away from his fantastic regular season. Uh, he sort of transformed what the quarterback position is able to do, uh, the kind of athlete that people might be looking for going forward, or at least opening the doors for more types of quarterbacks to be selected. Since he's proven that, you know, even if you struggle throwing the ball early, you can learn, and if you're a good enough athlete, you can tailor an offense around him. Sort of like the the Niners did with Colin Kaepernick, the Ravens now did with Lamar Jackson, uh, the Panthers were doing with Cam Newton for a while. Yeah, uh, even the Broncos with Tim Tebow for like a season, they found some magic <laughs> and, and made it work. Eight games, yeah. <clears throat> but he won a playoff game. Right. So it was a great game. Yeah, and luckily the playoff games don't actually count for this MVP. See, I was about vote, to so. say, my, yeah. my biggest issue with MVP. This is all sports. Is that they vote after the regular season? I think they should wait till after Super Bowl's over to vote for MVP. And that's just not the well, football thing. That's a, that's a basketball thing. It's a baseball thing. I know why they do it, but if I were to change sports. In the awards section, be the first thing I do. Have a season MVP, not a regular season MVP. Well, the counter to that, though, is you do have, I mean, most sports have some sort of championship type MVP of that game, mm-hmm. as well yeah. as a regular season MVP. So um, I think Lamar Jackson is a perfect example of why you don't want to do that, because you'd be taking away what was a f- great, amazing, record-breaking season for a second-year quarterback. Um be just because of one playoff game you, you can still vote for him like as a season mvp but he wouldn't get votes after that after that game they imploded i, I think you still get votes i mean he wouldn't but he it, wouldn't it, win it goes to show in my opinion that mahomes was the best football player this season but he missed a few games 
I wouldn't even. He didn't even play very well in the in the Super Bowl. Like but he, still, he I mean, played really well twice in the playoffs. That's like saying Joe Flacco should have won that year that he took okay. the Ravens to the Super Bowl. He had an an amazing yeah, playoff yeah. Run. and his regular season was was awful. Or yeah, like Eli but, Manning but, when they but went. But to he the wouldn't. Super Bowl he wouldn't win MVP then. He would just win. So that's Bowl. what you're saying about Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying like, you take that those three games or two games, maybe three games at least, four games even, into account as well as you know the 16 games regular season yeah but then you're eliminating everyone every playoff every non-playoff team you, you so like christian be, mccaffrey like you if, gotta be a playoff if, team to make to be mvp in my opinion i don't, I don't know about that but it, it totally takes Unless everyone super, out of the yeah. conversation because they're forgotten it. about by the end of the season if you wait for the postseason fair enough but uh, there might be some uh i don't know somewhere to meet in between uh a postseason mvp or something like that um for yeah I don't know. Added bonus for being clutch or something. Yeah, I mean, Dirk Henry was yeah the Super Bowl the most viable player <clears throat> in the playoffs for sure. For sure. No love for Tractor Cito. Nope. <laughs> um, defensive player of the year. We picked Stephon Gilmore. It was mm-hmm. Stephon Gilmore. We're two for two. We're fellas. nailing it. We're nailing it. Uh, there was there was no other option. I think he was the best DB in the league. Uh, six interceptions, forty-four solo tackles. He he had a phenomenal season. I mean, the the New England defensive unit as a whole was their secondary in particular was unstoppable. So, I think that that was clear, concise. That was the the choice. It is. I, I would have picked T.J. Watt. FYI, he's he's the other one. I mean, that, that's the two that's, yeah. sides. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not, yeah, Gilmore deserved it too. So it's not like a he did. And I think it's rare for I think the last person to a DB to win the the defensive player of the year award was. Uh, Revis. Revis, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was like 10 years that was ago. a number of years ago. So it usually goes to a guy that's getting sacks, which sort of like the quarterback bias. That's maybe the yeah defensive end pass rusher bias for defensive player of the year. Because you can so. scheme around a, playing against a good corner, you can't scheme around yeah an elite because they don't get rusher. the stats. If yeah. they're good, you just don't throw to them, exactly. and then they have no stats, and they're like, well, okay, but exactly. You were never tested, so how yeah. how can we? No, you, for you had a great season. Uh, definitely a worthy candidate for sure. For sure. All right. Offensive player of the year. We picked Michael Thomas. It was. Michael Thomas. <laughs> survey says Michael Thomas. Uh, he had, I mean, okay. 1,700 receiving yards. That's insane. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's Nine good. touchdowns, 1,700 receiving yards, and you're missing Drew Brees for a chunk of those games. Like, yeah. dude, dude was yeah. catching everything. No, yeah. I, I, I would have picked him as well. Uh, Honorable mention would have gone to McCaffrey. If McCaffrey had a better team, like if, if he wasn't the he, only player. He ended player, the season. And like the last three games he had, when the Panthers just quit, that cost him his for sure. chance. I mean, but he still had 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving, which is very tough to do. Um, but, yeah, no, Michael Thomas, crazy year. He deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the one that's most comparable, I think, is Calvin Johnson when he had something like 1,900 yards in a season. I don't mm-hmm. think he had as many catches, but he didn't even win MVP that year. So, um, Do we know who did? I, I mean, it was I a quarterback. but it's got, it's also on the Lions, and the Lions probably yeah. won like 5-11 that year. So, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who won. Okay. If he yeah. played on, on a good team, I think he would have been like a top five receiver in NFL history. Calvin Johnson? Yeah. I think he is. He might be a top five I mean, receiver. I mean, like, I think he would have played longer. He would have put up yeah. more stats. He would have had a better, like, long-term career. Sure. Put him in, like, New England with Brady. He'd still be playing, and he would still be getting 1,000 yards. But I yeah. don't know that... The, I don't know. None of us will ever be in the mind of Calvin Johnson, but yeah. the vibe I got when he retired was that it was sort of... He was losing the love of the game, and less so the team he was on being bad. Yes, that could have played a factor I, yeah. in it, yeah. but... Um, Losing sucks. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. losing sucks, but at living the same in Detroit time, sucks. You you yeah. weigh <laughs> options. You know, have you made enough money to be satisfied? Or do, is yeah. it worth putting yeah. your health on the line? For you sure. know, I don't know. And we're Some, seeing more and more of those players make that decision. I think he retired when he was like thirty, thirty-one or something. Now, Calvin Johnson, I think he was like twenty-nine. Yeah. It was oh, like a shock. Before, like yeah, it was like 30. right before a, a new contract, and everybody was kind of like, "Dude, was what? about to get paid," and he, yeah. Yeah, I think he already had one year left or something. He something was, where yeah. it was like he was towards the end of his like very shocking contract. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we but, got Andrew Luck, Calvin Johnson, Luke Keekley, all before thirty. Keekley, mm-hmm. I can see though, because he had like he had brain some, issues. Yeah, he did. But yeah, yeah. Andrew Luck. Seeing more players like, once they get their first contract and realizing like I don't need to play anymore. Why yeah. do I need to subject my body to 
the punishment of being in the NFL. Following the trend that Chris Borland started. Big facts. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Offensive Rookie of the Year. We picked <laughs> the rightful winner, and I will stand by this, Josh Jacobs. The actual Offensive Rookie of the Year was Kyler Murray. What do we, how do we feel about this one? Yeah, it's bad. I mean, oh, okay. I'm, 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 like, I'm a Kyler Murray guy. Uh, I like him a lot. But uh, Josh Jacobs had a great year. Great year. Um, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I guess the quarterback bias. I, I guess I see why. But uh, Jacobs was like a top five running back this year, in my mm. opinion. Yeah. He had yeah. A great season, and he was playing like that broken shoulder blade the last like three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. but Kyle Murray has a great future out of him. So I don't want to like, crap on him too much, but there's no way he deserved it more than Josh Jacobs. No. Even the guys like Miles Sanders. Uh, AJ Brown, you can mm-hmm. debate those guys even be more worthy than Kyler Murray. I think I'd yeah. agree. Um, Kyler Murray's season: thirty-seven hundred yards, twenty touchdowns, twelve interceptions, eighty-seven quarterback rating. Not bad. Good, Not bad. Good rookie Don't, season. Good rookie good season. season. Don't want to take anything away from him. Not as good as other QB winning uh, offensive rookie of the years like. Um, Baker Mayfield had a better season in his rookie year than that, mm-hmm. and he won, and he deserved it. Uh, Josh Jacobs, though, was eighth in rushing with 1,100 yards, um, and I think he had like seven touchdowns or something. Mm-hmm. So to break 1,000 yards as a running back on the ground, not from scrimmage, this is yeah. just rushing yards. As a rookie running back, I think that's that's huge to have a thousand thousand yard rusher and i mean from there you know assuming health and everything it can only go up from there so in my mind having a elite top player at a position should earn them that award versus just because you're a quarterback and that position itself is so much more valued you i mean i don't know it's frustrating i don't like it it. it i'm not not a fan of this qb bias but Go ahead, there's going to be blog posts on both of these guys in the next Ooh, yeah. month or so. So if you're interested, then there's going to be like a, lo- a little run on rookies here. A rookie series. DK Metcalf will be in there. Daniel Jones uh, and some other guys. But I was way more impressed with Josh Jacobs when looking at his film than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray struggled with accuracy sometimes. His deep balls were a little inconsistent. And he struggled being in the pocket because he's shorter. Yeah. He, he would want to bounce out outside so he'd get better vision a lot of times. And that could lead to some inaccuracy and uh, missing some throws where you know when you're running or first initially escaping the pocket your eye you're not able to throw because you're whatever you're escaping Uh, and that's sort of when the timing of routes are coming open and I wasn't super impressed with Cliff Kingsbury's offense it didn't seem super creative and scheming people open that were easy for him to to find and get him out rolling uh, sort of outside the pocket so he can see the field better Uh, versus Josh Jacobs who was super decisive uh, made really good, quick, explosive cuts. Fit the John Gruden zone scheme really well. Had some good cutbacks and looks worth that pick. Um, he he yep. performed really, really well. And like you were saying, it seems more value to me, valuable to me, or at least valuable to recognize the guy who is a top guy in their position versus a, a guy that might be more impactful um, on a team like a quarterback. Yeah, let's let's say. That they had the exact same season, but instead of rookie year, it was their third year. Mm-hmm. Jacobs would still be a top running back this season. Kyler Murray would be talked about getting benched, getting released, get moving on from him. Yeah. So the fact that they're rookies, I think you take that mindset and like who had the better season. Mm-hmm. Yes, Kyler Murray shows promise, but if he was, you know, sure. a normal quarterback, he would not be on he'd be on hot seat. Yeah. And Josh Jacobs would be all right, he's our he's our guy for the next Three, four years. Yeah. Uh, so it's unfortunate for sure. But Kyle Murray's, I think, going to be a really good player. So. Yeah. Freak athlete. Yeah. He, he's got the tools. Just needs to adjust to the pro system. and Needs some, uh, some fundamental mechanics. Him too. Yeah, like, he needs some help. I mean, he had some solid playmakers. Uh, Kenyon Drake all of a sudden turned into a beast. Kenyon Drake. <laughs> you know, when David Johnson was healthy, he was, he David was doing Johnson's well. Crap, um, no tight end, really. Fitzgerald is. I mean, I love Fitzgerald. One of my favorite players of all time. Christian Kirk played well. He had a good season. But, I mean, he's not yeah. a number one receiver. He's number two. There are quarterbacks doing less, doing more with with less than but, but, Kyler when, Murray. When you're, when you're a rookie, you need Baker Mayfield did did more with less last year. 
Big Chub. Big Chub. Landry. Joku. Joku. Landry. That's it. But it's more than it's more than Cardinals have. Yeah. If I mean and David Johnson have, and Larry Fitzgerald, Cardinals have awful offensive I mean, Larry's, line too. Larry had a good season. I mean, he's, he's a defying he's time. Not what he used to be. He's yeah. the Tom Brady he, he of the everything. wide receiver position. He's playing well, but he's can't not, crap on him. He's, he's not what he used to be. But like he's a number three on an average team, in my opinion. I don't know. Kyler Murray did not deserve <laughs> that award. Cardinals do scare we me. Can't next agree year, that. I'm gonna say Cardinals scare the crap out of me next year. They're going to be, I think, pretty good next year. Yeah. Assuming yeah. Cliff Kingsbury can figure it out. Well, they almost beat you guys twice. Yeah. No, they're good. So Should have beat us twice. Um, let's move on to defensive rookie of the year. We picked Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. It was? Nick Bosa. The easiest decision of the entire thing. <laughs> yes. Without a doubt. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to talk about this one? I mean, it was like, it was. there nice. was a point where it was, well, is Nick Bosa defensive player of the year? So I yeah. think. Yeah. He outshined anyone else. I don't even know if there was... I mean, Raiders fans wanted Max Crosby to be in consideration, but no. Who had a good year. Hey, good year, yeah. Along had, with Devin Bush. He had, he had more, he had more had sacks than Bosa. If you look at the overall impact, Bosa yeah. was... Just, well, you yeah. look at pressures and hurries yeah. and other things that... And look at know. the cast around them. I mean, Bosa had three of the guys besides him who are legit you know, sack artists, yeah. and Crosby had nobody, so... Well, I that mean, also that kind of speaks, speaks against what you're saying. Well, I'm saying like, so, so, like, no... Niners, like, you have to get there fast or you're not getting a sack. Like, well, you're also almost guaranteeing a, a single one coverage. But he's getting double teamed every time. Bosa. He's getting a lot of chips off the tight end. Uh, the guard would pull on the right side to push him out, too. And Crosby, I mean, yeah, he double teamed once in a while, but no. Sure. No. But it helps to have other people it on does. your team it that does. can make plays because it opens up. It does, but it for... also hurts your production, in my opinion. Uh, DeForest Buckner had 12 sacks a year ago. I seven and a half this year. He didn't have a worse year. It's just that he was the guy getting all the sacks, or nobody was. This year, he spread the wealth around. It balances out. It works both ways. Sure. It does. But, yeah, Nick Bosa, rookie of the year, overall. All pro. Easy. Next. Okay. Easy. Next. <laughs> Next. Coach of the year. <clears throat> we picked Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. It was not Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> it was John Harbaugh. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan should have won this award as well, in my opinion. Just strictly for turning around what was a team that nobody expected anything from into a Super Bowl team. Um, granted, that's not taken into account as the regular season yeah. performance, but the expectations for this team were extremely low. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was questioning whether this team had what it took to even make the playoffs, let alone a Super Bowl run. And to come in and just dominate almost everyone you played, bar Atlanta, um, Baltimore. And Seattle. And Seattle. And to, to come in and basically destroy every other team. And there's some good teams. There's some bad ones, just like everyone's schedule. But they did what they were supposed to do. And I thought Kyle Shanahan was one of the most creative um, head coaches. And I liked what he did. And I he should have won the award. I mean... Credit to John Harbaugh for totally. I mean, he he was on the hot seat at the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. and what he did was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go. All, I'm pushing all my chips in on Lamar Jackson. Let's revamp the offense. Let's build it around him. Let's uh, go get Marcus Peters, and let's make this happen. And that takes some balls, and it worked out for him. And I think it's interesting. Because I feel like almost every year, Bill Belichick could win this award. Because yeah. he's one of the best coaches in the sure. league. The LeBron uh, effect. Yeah, maybe not this this year. But um, it's interesting because that sort of seems how John Harbaugh is this year. Like, he's always a pretty solid coach. And I don't know that this year was any significantly better than any other year. But for some reason, he won it this year. And you could have gave it to him... Uh, a lot at of another years. time yeah yeah um but he did make that big f- philosophical change to commit to lamar jackson and i think the matchup between the ravens and the 49ers may have played a part in yeah. that decision ultimately because the ravens came out on top sure i give the credit to ozzy newsome for drafting lamar yeah. jackson um but i also give a lot of credit to john harbaugh because you he basically completely rebuilt his scheme around lamar jackson and i think mm-hmm. great coaches adapt to the players that are in their mm-hmm. system and they don't try to fit a square peg in a circle hole and force something yeah. with the wrong personnel. So 
did he deserve it? Yes. But did Kyle Shanahan deserve it more in my mind? Yes. And yeah, yeah, there's so many ta- like so much talent around him. It's not. It's tough to coach in the NFL. I get that. But when you have twelve Pro Bowlers on your team, it's a lot easier. So you look at guys like Shanahan. So you don't think some of those Pro Bowlers were Pro Bowlers because John Harbaugh put I mean, them you know, in the he, right he, spot? He did a very good coaching job. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying. For the, like example, let's compare him to McDermott with the Bills, mm-hmm. who don't have the talent. They yeah. have good players, but they don't have nearly the amount of talent. Or Vrabel, Vrabel on the Vrabel. Titans. Yeah. Uh, even your guy Matt Lafleur. I yeah. mean, I don't think the Packers are the most talented team in the world. Like they have, yeah, some luck of players. Sure, but one through fifty-three, the Ravens are talent-wise maybe the best. Sure. Um, but I mean, yeah, it should have been Shanahan, in my opinion. The turnaround they had uh, from being the second worst team in the league to being the second best record-wise, yeah, incredible. And the way they beat teams, they blew a lot of them out. Won the big ones. Uh, had unproven quarterback, no real running game. Well, great running game, but no real running backs that are mm-hmm. of note. <clears throat> Young receivers that get Manuel Sanders in. Kittle, you know, obviously awesome player. But, you know, it is what it is, though. I'm, I, Harbaugh deserved it. it just, he wasn't the most deserving candidate. I would have been happy with either. I mean, Andy Reid even. Patrick Mahomes goes down for a few games, and they still win 12 games. Mike yeah. Tomlin. Eight and eight with like a totally was, depleted team. This might have been the best year yeah. coaching wise in the NFL in a while. Also, the Ravens didn't have as much injuries as other teams. Even the yeah. Niners, they had a lot of injuries in the middle of the season through a tough stretch and still won games. Yeah. So, uh, quick shout out, Matt Moore, holding it down in Kansas Matt City. Moore. Yeah. He's a went one on one. He earned his ring, man. He, he might did. have been the reason that they were there. To be honest, yeah. true. So the, the, his one his one win is the difference between having that buy and not exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. that makes all the difference, as we saw with the Ravens. So, it's all um, Patriots. Yeah, and the Patriots. Yeah. Can't lose into Miami. Uh, <clears throat> let's move on to executive of the year. This is the last one. So this is going to be a f- little flippity-flop of our last one. Yeah. Right? So we picked Eric DaCosta, who, for those of you who don't know, is the Baltimore Ravens general manager. The winner was John, John Lynch. Lynch. My guy. Also deserved. I think both of these yeah. guys yeah. deserved it's, it. Yeah. Um, I chose Eric Costa just strictly because of what we just talked about. He put together the most stacked team, and then John Harbaugh took that and executed on it. Um, John Lynch, he put together a great team, but I give more credit to Kyle Shanahan, which is why I think I had it the other way around. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's not, it's not like there's a huge like difference between the two, but what you said, I think he did a better job of getting talent and really kind of around Lamar Jackson. And... A lot of Lynch's, like Lynch's biggest offseason acquisition was Nick Bosa. Yeah. And that was a no brainer. Any GM would have picked him. Yeah. But, um, well, and they both made impact in season trades too. I was just about to Sanders, say. Marcus yeah. Peters yeah. and Emmanuel Sanders both, I think, helped in, well, Marcus Peters, yeah. I mean, he helped in the regular season. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders, I think, helped provide that, that weapon and let Debo also come to his own too and give him some space. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, at this point when we're talking about, you know, coach of the year and executive of the year. Anyone in the in the top three is going to be kind of yeah deserving. I just have a good story about John Lynch real quick. For school, Casey and I had to do information interviews with people. Mm-hmm. I set one up with John Lynch. The time is supposed to happen. They announced Jimmy Garoppolo signing this contract extension. Mm-hmm. Got pushed back, got pushed back, got pushed back, got pushed back. The next time it's supposed to happen... Ruben Foster, like, got arrested. Or got, got arrested or got accused of something. Like, mm-hmm. legitimately the yeah. exact same time both times. Never heard from him again. So I talked to him. But <laughs> you hey, got man. close. We emailed twice. Nice. So you emailed directly with John Lynch. Ju- directly with John Lynch. Oh, wow. So I have his email. So you're nice. a big, that, that, you're a big that's deal. That's my source. That's my source. <laughs> <laughs> you should email tonight. Hey, man. What's the news on free agency? Send him the podcast. We should. Yeah. yeah. Don't give up. Tell him, the, a cool guy. tell him you still want to interview him. I should. Yeah. Give, him, give him on the pod. Yeah, we're, yeah. Writing a, we're writing a blog post about you, John. Yeah, <laughs> you, we're best friends. Take an interview. Uh, that's wrapping up season awards. Next up on the docket, let's dive into offensive uh, free agents, offensive trades we see that could potentially happen. Where do you want to start? Start with quarterbacks. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, that's the big position. And there's a lot of guys who are kind of in flux. Don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to come back. Don't know if they're going to get traded. Don't know if they're going to sign somewhere else. Casey, you want to pick one to start out with? Yeah, I think Stafford 
That, that's, Matthew that's Stafford yeah. might be a guy that might end up on the on the trading block. The the Lions have the number three pick, and if Tua is sitting there and they like him and they think he's the guy going forward, and um, they decide to choose him, I'm sure they could get a pretty penny for Matthew Stafford because he Matthew Stafford still got it. He's, he's just playing phenomenally he's before he got hurt. He's statistically been insane. In part, he's sort of got that Drew Brees effect where his defenses have always been trash, so he yeah. needs to throw a lot. But yeah. he's thrown and he's carried teams to be moderately competitive. I know it's the Lions, but um, he, he's made that team remotely watchable for the last, whatever, eight-plus years. And if they want to really kind of press reset and start with a new quarterback in Detroit and pick Tua, get, I don't know, a first or a second for Matthew Stafford, maybe yeah, a low first. first. Yeah. Um, and then bank that pick and pick someone else to start to build a little bit uh, in a different direction and sort of reset that roster, I could totally see that happening. And a lot of teams would want Stafford. A lot of yeah. teams. Yeah. Matt, Matthew Stafford, man, gets hated on. He gets just underappreciated more than a lot of quarterbacks in this league at, at the same level. And he should not be. He's a good quarterback. Yes. He has a great yeah. arm. Is he super accurate? Not super accurate, but he's he's accurate enough to play a starting. Uh, I don't want to say elite. Should I say elite? I think he's upper. He's upper top echelon. Top half for sure. Top third. Borderline I would top say. ten. Borderline top ten. I, I say they, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Between like eight and twelve depends on the year. Which is yeah. great. I mean, there's only so yeah. many oh, you know that's great. top quarterbacks in this league, and he's in my mind he's one of them. And I think he gets hated on way too much, I mean, and it's, it's not his fault all the time. He gets put in these situations where you have, you know. Marvin Jones is your top guy who's good. Yeah, He's good. a good receiver, but is, you know, is he your top is he a top weapon on a team? Probably not. Kenny Galladay came in, he's a beast. He's going to be good. It's only he's only been in the league for a few years, but uh Stafford, man, he gets hated on a lot. I don't see them getting rid of him though. I think mm-hmm. they're more likely to trade that number 3 pick. Some team is going to be like two is our guy. Yeah. We'll give yeah. you this year's first, we'll give you next year's first, we'll give you this year's second, we'll give you next <laughs> year's second. Completely agree. They're going to get yeah. a treasure chest of picks, I think, from some team that's super desperate. Um and I think they run away with those retool, rebuild around, not rebuild, retool. They're going to they're going to bring in some fresh young talent around Stafford and and kind of move forward. Patricia's probably feeling a little heat, I think. Oh, he should. Yeah. <sighs> so, I don't I don't think he's ready to kind of rebuild and toss in the towel for now and kind of yeah because you 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 tr- you know you trade stafford away you get to a you're not looking it's I the mean, end of the matt patricia era i think you think so i think i think well yeah. if, if they decide hey we're gonna take Tua, they're not gonna fire him this year but they're gonna uh, the next year he's kind of in trouble because that's saying like hey we're gonna reload a little bit it's gonna take a second Relo- that's the word i was looking yeah, for and then and then you probably want an offensive guy to, to guide your young quarterback so yeah Tua. Mark my words, is going to go to the Dolphins or to the Chargers. Dolphins pick at five, Chargers at seven. They will trade up multiple first-rounders to get them. Dolphins have two, three first-rounders this year. Uh, I think the Chargers need to make that big move, so they might offer even three first-rounders for Tua. And I think they ride Stafford one more year. They're going to suck and then try to get a top-two pick for next year to get one of the elite quarterbacks coming in next year's class while also having multiple picks. Mm. But as an NFL, yeah. nothing would shock me. The more I think about Stafford being traded, the more it makes sense. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. It'd be crazy, though. He, he'd be, he would be the top QB on the market, in my opinion. Oh, by far, I think. Uh, I think other far. QBs we have listed here, uh, like Teddy Bridgewater, Cam mm-hmm. Newton, Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, Derek Carr, Trubisky. Tyrus, how about you? Any of those guys you think are going to be uh, playing somewhere else next year? I think most of them might. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really think they might. Uh, Cam Newton probably for sure playing somewhere else. I don't know. I, don't I think know. he retires. I said that weeks ago, but I think he retires. I don't think he retires. He's still banged up. No, I so think he. Uh, I think he takes Trubisky's spot. Oh yeah, I I don't want that as a Packers fan. Right, I wouldn't like it. I think he, I think he goes to the Bears. Um, I think Andy Dalton. I think they're ready to move on from being perennially yeah. average, <laughs> and find a new quarterback, and he'll find a spot. Uh, could see him on like the Chargers as a stopgap while they figure things out. Carr, I think, stays with Oakland. Trubisky, uh, XFL maybe <laughs> <laughs> backup. Uh, backup Cardinal Jones on a DC defenders. He'd be a very good backup. 
no, it'd he be like be, Teddy Bridgewater level backup. backup he, he's getting one more year in Chicago. You can't mm-hmm. give up on a third round or a third overall pick this soon when he had a Pro Bowl season, quote unquote Pro Bowl season, to yeah. a, a season ago. What about Mariota? Isn't I'm that... saying I think Mariota would go to the Bears, and the minute Trubisky struggles over a three or four game stretch, you bring in Mariota, who's not bad for a backup. He's, yeah. he's would be one of the better backups in the league. Okay, great. You got two backups. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> but the thing is that you know at least oh. you have another guy to bring in. They both suck. Then you move on from after the year. You sign Mariota to one year, somewhat reasonably priced deal, yeah. and then they both suck. You start over year after that. I mean, I think Ryan Tannehill made a may have changed the way people think about their backups because, yeah. like, he, he, all of a sudden he clicked and he was in the right system <clears> and <throat> things were working Nick for Foles. him. <clears throat> yeah, Nick Foles. Uh, that's Big, he Big wasn't pick. like a castaway kind of. He, he was. He wasn't totally like was. he wasn't like a top round pick built for oh, a hey, franchise that's now cast away and nobody wants anymore uh like nobody wanted well, it was he had a little different of a path but he was yeah. i mean he had a you know 27 touchdown three interception season he was he pro bowler he was and out then of the league, he went right? to yeah he was out of the league for a little while he went to play under jeff fisher the quarterback whisperer oh god um he's that was sarcasm he's, he's the reason why the rams are good <laughs> uh nick Foles. i mean uh don't hate on my guy. I think big, of big him thing. in a different light than Tino. I still I don't think of Nick Foles as like a franchise quarterback. Oh, I don't either. And I'm surprised that the Jaguars did. <laughs> they paid him a lot. Too. They did. That's interesting what the Jaguars might do. Because they're in a predicament now where they've given him a lot of guaranteed money and a big cap hit with Nick Foles and they have Gardner Minshew. Uh, they will have the worst record this year. Well, they're going to lose two of those games in London. So Yeah. Why? Are they playing the Packers They're playing in two London? games in London. Oh. That's all I'm saying. They suck. Which everyone is upset about. All the Jaguars fans are. So they only have six, six home games. What fans do they have? There's a lot know, of there's, Jaguars there's, fans there's in Jacksonville. Yeah. They're what terrible. else do you do in Jacksonville? Well, a lot of things that are not appropriate <laughs> to talk about on the pod. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> to what? You and can't receivers? say that. That's my thing. Let's sense. move on to wide receivers. There we go. There you go. Uh, top receivers. I mean, we, got, we talked about Amari Cooper. We talked about A.J. Green last week. Um, I don't... See Amari Cooper going anywhere? No. no. Um, you gave up a first. You got to resign him. And he's good. We got Emmanuel Sanders. We got Robbie Anderson, who I think will be the most coveted yeah. receiver, um, free agent receiver. I think Randall Cobb also might be highly coveted. He's not going to be able to resign with the Cowboys just mm-hmm. for money purposes, and he deserves more than I think he's making like three million. Yeah, and he deserves more yeah. than that. Maybe Packers reunite. I'd, I'd be down. Right? Be I'd possible. be down. I'd like either of those guys. Um, and then I see you wrote OBJ in OBJ. here. You're, you're thinking there's a potential OBJ trade on the horizon? I don't think it happens. I wouldn't be shocked, though. I would not be shocked. I can I see him going to a kind of a bigger, more bigger market team. Uh, Patriots, maybe? I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it happen. <laughs> but I'm saying Hold on. He, he needs to go somewhere where he is a strong head coach. A strong quarterback and a culture fit around him, where he is going to be focused on football and not distracted on everything else. Mm-hmm. Not everything he does will be a story. Like San Francisco would be a perfect fit for him. Not going to happen. They don't have the assets to trade for him. I mean, I wouldn't say he was a distraction with Cleveland. He wasn't like causing a big scene, throwing temper tantrums on the sideline, that kind of deal. Well, but he was whispering in people's ears. Hey, yeah, save me. Yeah, save well, me. He's, he's wearing you if Freddie Kitchens was your coach. I, I would, would too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's wearing watches on the field. Like he make he makes a show about him. Yeah, sure. And if you. you're not winning, those issues get bigger. No, oh, for and sure. Get blown out of for proportion. Sure. I think he's just such a competitive guy. He wants oh, yeah. to win. <clears throat> I, I if you get him OB in a winning team. program, like you said, yep. a good culture and a winning program, you're not going to hear shit from him. Exactly. I I'm, I love OBJ. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm saying he can't. He's not going to be in Cleveland long. If it's not this offseason, next offseason. Well, they've got a new GM there, so he has no tie to him. True. Yeah. Um, New regime. They're not going to get rid of him, I don't think. He's too talented. He's too talented, and his value is at an all-time low. Yeah. It'd be the opposite of what you want to do as a GM. You don't want to buy high and sell low. You want to sell high, buy low. So he, I think he'll be on the Browns this next season, and then after that, who knows, Um, depending on how he performs and contract situations, obviously, but... I see him staying. I think uh, let's go back to Robbie Anderson. I think that's sort of the top 
top choice in my mind because I don't think Amari mm-hmm. Cooper goes anywhere. I don't think AJ Green goes anywhere. Emmanuel Sanders is a little older, so it's yeah. a less enticing uh, long-term deal. But Robbie Anderson is sort of in the prime of his career, and he's a speed guy. And yeah. as we know, that's very coveted in this league. And we just saw the Super Bowl team win with speed. Yep. So, what do we think about Robbie Anderson? Talent-wise, absolutely correct. He has some off-field issues. He's been arrested a few times. He's been suspended. I don't see him staying in New York. I think the New York Jets are—I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, keeping Adam Gaze. Uh, I see Robbie Anderson going to a team I've been here like the Colts. A lot of cap space. I think mm-hmm. they'll give him a very strong offer. They don't have a number number one receiver. T.Y. Hilton, it is their top guy, but he's hurt a lot, a little smaller. Uh, maybe the product of Andrew Luck, more so than actually being a stud receiver. I think Robbie Robbie, Robbie Anderson would be really good for Brissett, uh, who might not be the most accurate guy, but has a strong arm, can uh, you know beat you up top, also has the length to kind of box out defenders. I think that's the best fit for him. Also, Indianapolis isn't a big town. I mean, maybe it is a big town, but it's quiet. It's quiet. It's not New sure. York. It's not L.A. Less distractions, more focus on football. Yeah, he's going to get paid wherever he goes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of teams that are pretty close to the Packers, being one of them, that needs some speed and a reliable deep threat receiver, mm-hmm. someone to stretch the field um, to balance out with Devontae Adams. Um, and there's a couple other teams like that, too. Um depends how how much cap space you have and if you have a team that is ready to win i think i don't think you trade for him to be the number one on a bad team yes um, i think it's probably going to be a team that's close or on the cusp to being competitive or making a playoff push um, someone maybe even like the raiders um, yeah. depends who they have a quarterback and packers like i already mentioned yeah um I could see the Packers being an interesting fit. Yeah. But I think he would take Eagles. He'd have to take less money at the Packers than he would at other teams. Yeah. And the Raiders and the Colts could pay more, but those teams are fringe playoff teams. Packers mm-hmm. are a playoff team. Yeah. Does he want to be, you know, then I put him over the top and take maybe 10 million less? Yeah. Or does he want to get that money and secure the bag? Yeah. Either way, you can't fault him. I can answer that question for you. He wants to get that money and secure the bag. Dude <laughs> has made barely anything in sure. the league so far. His salary in 2019 was $3 million. He's a, he's a easily a $10 million plus receiver. Mm. He was in a dysfunctional offense, probably the most dysfunctional in the league, and he had almost 800 receiving yards. Yeah, so He's a baller. Yeah. The fact that you were able to do that in what was an embarrassment of a season for the New York Jets, this dude could easily be a 1,000-yard receiver. He's one of the best deep threats in the league and he's only 26 so he's gonna get paid he deserves to get paid and he needs to cash in because nothing's guaranteed and this will be could be his last contract in the nfl mm-hmm. being 26 so he'll go where he can get as much money as possible but also that makes sense from a winning perspective and i think the packers i could see the packers shelling out money and saying we have aaron Rodgers. we need to give him something because last year it was just Devonte adams being doubled it was stacked boxes against aaron jones and we had some success but yeah. imagine if you have a speed guy across from Devontae Adams, what that opens up for not only Devontae Adams, but the whole for offense. Sure. Um, or the Eagles. I think yeah. both of our teams could greatly benefit from some speed. You know, we saw it with Deshaun Jackson for one game. As, yep. in, and then You it, saw it how gone. it changes the offense. Yes. It, it completely changes an offense. Yeah. Um, and you talked about it, I think, when we did our Super Bowl preview about how the impact of speed beyond reception yards and yep. touchdowns and things yep. like that. Those are great. The big plays, but the, just the space it creates and, and the threat and what it does to safeties. And um, he's going to get paid he, and he, he deserves it yeah. for sure. And I, good for him for getting the hell away from the <laughs> yeah. organization. Yeah. He's not coming back to New York. Can you bring we, we can say that. Yeah. He needs to, he needs to get the hell away from the Meadowlands. And just a fun um, fact. We don't have to talk about the Jets, but p- people think that was an embarrassment of a, of a season. They went seven and nine. Yeah, they have, they're talented team. Like you would think they went like, like the way the media talks. Every yeah. time I watch them, they look awful. And then you look at their the record at the end of the year, and they're seven and nine. They started off zero and four, zero and five. So their second half. Once they had Darnold back in, yeah, they started. Uh, yeah. Uh, another receiver mentioned Manuel Sanders. I was very critical of that trade with the Niners. I don't, see him, I don't see him coming back to the Niners next year. I think some team's going to pay him way too much money. Uh, if you can get a one-year one year deal, uh, kind of a, you know, a one-year $8 million, $9 million, 
Sure, but I think you can get two or three years from some poor team, and that poor team will be the Eagles. It won't be. Not a chance. <laughs> He'd be a good fit there. Need a slot guy. Also, mm. Jeffrey out wide. Sanders in the slot. Those two tight ends. We need speed. We don't need a. We don't necessarily Sanders need fast. just a slot guy. Sanders had that deep touchdown. What a deep touchdown against the Chiefs that Jimmy G threw that ball perfectly. Yeah. Also had that deep catch against the Ravens or Rams. So he's not like he's slow. He's not Deshaun yeah. Jackson or Ronnie Robbie Anderson fast, but he's not slow. But we need Deshaun Jackson or Robbie Anderson fast. <laughs> I don't Fair think enough. he's going to command. He wasn't. He opened up stuff for that offense, but yeah. he wasn't super impactful. Uh, I don't think that, like, statistically wise, no, he, GMs yeah. are going to be slobbering all over, being like, "Oh, we got to get you know the last three years of Emmanuel Sanders' career here." Um, is he a useful piece? Sure, but I don't think he can be the focal point of no. an offense. At he's this he's, point a, in he's his career. a second or third option. But that's why on a winning team he would do that. Yeah. I mean, Niners Nair, could bring him back for sure. I wouldn't be surprised, but it'd be one year, and that's it. It seems like he likes it there. So it does. It definitely does. Might take a little bit of a hometown discount. Niners, and, yeah, don't have much cap space. Yeah. And we'll have zero after they sign Kittle and Buckner. So it'll be tough. <laughs> Very true. It'll be tough. Very true. Speaking of tight ends. Move on. Let's move on to the tight ends. Tight ends. Got Tyler Eifert, Jacob Hollister, Eric Ebron who disappeared without Andrew Luck. Austin Hooper, who we already talked about, and Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry maybe is, since Phillip Rivers is now gone, the Chargers may focus their money or franchise tag on Hunter Henry instead of trying to keep Phillip Rivers yeah. for, for one more year. So he may be sort of locked up They there. should do that. They should um, do it, yeah. yeah. But we got Tyler Eifert, Jacob Hollister, Eric Ebron. Eifert to, to and Ebron will get one-year deals, I think, uh, from some contender, kind of like your last chance. Mm-hmm. Patriots, they need a tight end. Yeah. Saw how badly uh, they missed Gronk. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to Hollister, that's tough because the Seahawks have Will Disley, mm-hmm. who's been really Pretty good well. when he's yeah. healthy, but he's always hurt. Yeah. Uh, I think they try to bring back Hollister because uh, he's he's good, but how no team's going to you know, cash out for him. Yeah. So I think he comes back to Seattle again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any of these guys getting huge no. deals. Uh, Hooper or Will. And Henry, I think, will. Yeah, those guys that we but, talked about yeah. last episode. Yeah. Um, but Tyler Eifert has a ton of upside. He's getting up there on age a little bit, injury prone. Yeah. I always drafted him in fantasy football. Me he too. never he never did anything. He Huge got a touchdown sometimes. Down. Packers need a tight end. Yeah, I don't want another washed up, old, injury prone tight end. That's your mo. That's your <laughs> no, that's 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 yeah. We have yeah. a new GM now. You guys so. might, might sign Greg Olson. I'd, I'd be Ooh, okay Greg with Olsen that. Add him to I it. think Greg Olson still has some juice. I think he has like one or two years of juice until he goes to the Packers and the juice and then is he just is gone. gone. Yeah. I mean, he wants to go. Eats with, too much oh, cheese. He, and, he met with the Redskins. I mean, him and Rivera are boys. I get that, but why would you waste I your last two years I there? Don't know. Money. I don't know. Side note: He was an XFL commentator for Fox. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's nice. really. Oh, good. I've seen him on the field because he when when they do like the combine and draft yeah. stuff, he's, he's he's always he's, involved. He's legit. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not like Romo good, but he will be Fox's number two guy. The minute he retires, it's yes. a possibility that he does that too. If he doesn't get the money yeah. that he, you know, thinks I mean, he's worth, he's thirty six. He's no spring chicken. Would I so, rather play for the Redskins or get paid millions to talk football on Fox? I don't think it's a hard decision. Oh, but yeah. he's he's an athlete. He's a competitor. Fair enough. You know, it's Fair always enough, hard to hang Redskins, out. like, come on, man. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play for the Redskins either. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I think he can still play. I think well, he yeah, he gives it he gives it at least one year um yeah. just why the redskins though yeah like, if you're gonna come back one year you're going for a super bowl. Yeah, go to the patriots go, go, go to the packers yeah yeah go somewhere actually useful uh running backs we talked about henry last week yeah, yeah. But if you're the guys he's the top i mean he's by, by I, yeah by far the best but i mean belvin gordon before the year you would think he'd be ahead of henry yeah see i think he goes i don't think he's not coming back to chargers i think that much is clear I think they're they're going to pay running back, who's also a free agent. It's going to be Eckler. Mm-hmm. They seem to like him more. Uh, he's kind of more do it all back, a little smaller, but when he plays, he's been really good. Uh, beginning of the year, he had a great like, first four game stretch. I see Gordon going to a team like the Bucks, who need a running back, and mm-hmm. Bruce Arians is not young, and he knows <laughs> he has three or four years left of coaching. Yeah. So I think he wants to win now, and Gordon would be great there. 
I think, because I mean, yeah, I think I can see that. Ronald Jones sure. and Peyton Barber are not. They're not world beaters. Not good. Not good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a perfect fit for him, Melvin Gordon to the uh, Bucks. So I, think I like that take. That might be the first take I, I enjoy of Durgan's. All right. <laughs> wow. I, I got I to change it now. This is too much uh, happiness Price. here. Yeah. Um, this is a very, very good running back free agent class, um, which I think is unfortunate for Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Because he held out. He wanted a big deal. He was a top running back last year, didn't get the money, came back. Trade value wasn't there. Chargers didn't get rid of him. And now I don't think he's going to get paid what he wanted to get paid. No. So well, he played yeah. it. He tried to do the Le'Veon Bell thing. Didn't work out. But didn't work. it didn't work for Le'Veon Bell. It hurt him too. He lost. He got out. money though. He got money. Oh, yeah, he didn't get as much Not as, as much. he wanted. Yeah. But but he got he got paid more than Melvin Gordon will. Oh, I mean, yeah. this yeah. is a class with Derrick Henry who's going to get that Le'Veon Bell money. Mm-hmm. Nobody else in this class will. No. I mean, you got Kenyon nope. Drake who came on really strong. I think a lot of teams are going to fall in love with his versatility. Melvin Gordon, who I think at this point is maybe just as, if not less, valuable than Austin Eckler. Um, mm-hmm. Austin yeah. Eckler, the things that he was doing with the Chargers, Great. it was like diet Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you got Kareem Hunt, who was in all sorts of trouble, but still a very talented running back. The Cardinals are going to cut David Johnson, too. He could be washed, but that, that's the name right there. Teams, the will, teams will take a chance oh, on yeah. that, on his, on his skills. 100%. Uh, Matt Breida, who Breida? I think could no. do some, He's a do some things. free agent. Now they'll probably bring him back, but I mean, yeah, they, some team wants him. Go get him. Jordan yeah. Howard, yeah, also a solid option for a lot of teams that want to pound pound the ball. Uh, Carlos Hyde played well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lamar Miller also on the Texans played well. Lashawn mm-hmm. McCoy. So this is, I mean, there's a lot of players. It's the wrong time for uh, Melvin Gordon. A yeah. lot of good guys. No, besides Henry, no great ones, but a lot yeah. of good guys who can give you a lot of carries. Yeah, Which, yeah, hurts Melvin Gordon. And it's not a great era for running backs in general nope. as far as getting paid. Nope, so nope, nope. that second contract after your rookie deal is uh, getting skinnier and skinnier, I think, for running backs. So uh, it might be interesting to see what the new CBA looks like when uh, they do that. And I think not this year, but the one after. It's, yeah, but they, they're uh, trying to negotiate this year to try to knock so it out. So that there's no holdout and stuff. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see that happens. Yeah. But, All right, last category, Cyrus. A running back is all about the guys in front of him opening up the lanes, right? Um, so let's talk the about the offensive line. The big hog mollies. The hog mollies. The hog mollies. The biggest one is Brandon Scherf. Hands Redskins. Uh, yeah. Multiple-time pro bowler, all-pro player. I mean, I think the Redskins would pay him the most, but why would you want to play for the Redskins? So his, his, his is kind of out there. I don't know where he's going to go. That's a tough one to predict. Yeah. Trent Williams has apparently mended some fences, or he has yeah. talks to Ron Rivera. I don't know if he's cool with Dan Snyder, but um, I don't think anyone's cool with Dan Snyder. Dan so. Snyder's cool with Dan Snyder. That's uh, about yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know if he likes himself even. Like the way he organizes things, terrible. Don't blame him. Uh, we got Joe Thune as well. Mm-hmm. Patriots, Patriots guard. He played really well. If the Patriots yeah. pay one position, it's offensive line. They should. Yeah, Belichick gets it. Like he understands. Like. Yeah, the Patriots way they can plug in players and be good, but you need to have a good offensive line no matter what. Well, and if you bring Tom Brady back to it, it becomes even more important. True, um, true. He can't we, move. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I saw. I was watching All or Nothing, and they did mm-hmm. a little clip of the time that the Patriots tried to do a variant of the Philly special. Yeah, it didn't work. Tom Brady just trying to catch Alligator the ball, and yeah. it was so cute. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> good try. One team I do see spending a lot of money. Actually, two teams I'll give you. See spending a lot of money on offensive line. Giants, a lot of cap space. Also, the Broncos, terrible offensive line. A lot of money, young quarterback. Both teams are young quarterbacks. So I see them possibly being big players uh, for offensive linemen. I would normally agree, just because it's logical. But just because it's logical, I see Dave Gettleman doing the exact opposite and doing something stupid with his that, money. They, yeah, I don't trust him. Yeah, but. I mean, he, one thing he's proven that he won't draft skill guys unless they're like six five Kevin Benjamins, <laughs> but he will draft and build defensive linemen. Like he uh, traded for Leonard Williams for mm-hmm. a third round pick and they didn't play him just because he's big and he has talent. So mm-hmm. I don't trust him. I agree with you on that, but I think they will be aggressive when it comes to picking up offensive linemen. I think the Bengals might be a good spot for Bengals. some of these free agent yeah. guys. If they're taking Joe Burrow, they don't have him, a yeah. ton of weapons, but like, just don't get that guy killed. Just Keep protect him. Upright. him. Yeah. 
Um, don't do the Andrew Luck treatment like the Colts did and give him a crappy offensive line for the first few years of his career and have him retire early. Build something around him and then worry about the skill positions later. Um, yeah, you have a lot of aging guys here. I we have Brian Blaga and, and Anthony yeah. uh, Costanzo. I think he'll stay with the Colts. I think Blaga stays with the uh, Packers. I agree. But let's say the Bengals come through and say, we're make you a top three paid uh, tackle. Yeah. Two years, but you're going to get paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you consider that. Yeah. I would definitely consider yeah. it. I, I, I want to. If I would take an offensive lineman, I would take a risk on Jack Conklin. Yeah, he's young. He's mm-hmm. 26 years old. Uh, has the potential to be a great tackle in this league. Yeah. He's just very injury prone. And if he can stay on the field, I think he will. He will reach his potential. And uh, you know, tackles are always going to get paid. So I think yeah. he gets paid. And he, I don't think he comes back to Tennessee because they got to pay Henry and Tannehill. Mm-hmm. So they, well, they, they, they screwed up by yeah. not picking up his fifth-year option. I don't know why they didn't. Because he's, well, you said injury-prone, inconsistent play. But really good this year, really solid, yeah. helping that uh, Titans ground attack. Yeah, and he had a great rookie season. Yeah. he, I mean, he flashed that that potential yeah. as a rookie. So um, I mean, He's a right tackle, not a left tackle, but that's equally as valuable now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's. I think he's going to be sort of the – he's a risk, but I think he's like the prize of free agency. Yeah. And you see a common theme. It's these players that are like – 26 27 years old that can last through their contract yeah. um instead of you know poison pilling your your deal and having to take that dead money at the end of their contract if you have to cut them when they're 36 or something and, and it's always the guys who uh they're always flaws in their game if there weren't any flaws in their game or minimal flaws they'd be signed long yeah for sure yeah okay that's All it right. for offense that's the offensive side of the ball. We're going to bring you the defensive side in our next episode. Um, this has been the Weekly Spiral, bringing you fresh football every week. Tune in next week for episode 26. Like I said, we're going to cover defensive free agents and offseason uh, primer. And uh, we're looking forward to doing that with you. Please go check out our website, weeklyspiral.com. You can find the latest and greatest in blog posts and uh, all of our social handles as well. Uh, check us out on Instagram. We've got some cool stuff going up. Uh, but, yeah, we really appreciate you tuning in. And we will talk to you next week.